boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we have quite a special guest, a good friend of mine from college, Kate Connolly is here with us. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's our pleasure. And so because you are new to the show, we just want you to introduce yourself a little bit, tell us where you're from, what you do for a living. Sure. So as Paige said, my name is Kate Connolly, and I am from the Washington, D.C. area. I currently am based in that area as well for work. I work at a media company that covers the public sector um, and I work in events production there so uh, it's been quite a journey work-wise during COVID for sure switching all of our live events to to digital events but um, definitely afforded a lot of opportunities professionally and personally too which I'm sure we'll get into. Well so listeners you know today Kate's joining us because she has quite an interesting story. She has really taken advantage of these COVID times of working remotely and has just left her apartment in DC and lives the nomad life, which basically means you don't have a home. <laughs> you go <laughs> you go where the wind takes you, I guess. And so we're going to chat a little bit about that, what inspired her, what places she's gone to, where she's going to be going next. Uh, so as always, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online at www.dynamicenglish.cl. So Kate, first question This is a crazy life decision. Most people would never have the courage to do it. What inspired you to take on this nomad lifestyle? Well, when COVID kind of hit the US in early March, uh, I wasn't planning on starting a a nomad lifestyle. We learned we were gonna be working from home for a couple of weeks. And I'm fortunate enough that my family has a house in the mountains of Virginia near Shenandoah National Park. So we said, things are weird in the city. We're working from home anyway. Let's decamp for two weeks to um, the Shenandoah. So we packed our bags, packed a lot of different gear for activities because there's a lot to do there. Um, And then we ended up staying for five months. Um, Definitely four and a half months longer than my husband uh, (laughs) really wanted to, but uh, we, we were making the best of it. We just were hearing that things in the city were kind of in lockdown. We weren't going to be able to see our friends. We lived in a one bedroom apartment um, and we're worried about kind of space for work there. So um, that summer we got a little tired of paying rent for an apartment that we hadn't been to in in several months. So we decided to end our lease and embrace the nomad life. Um, So we've been traveling up and down the eastern seaboard of the United States for the past couple months and then recently have been lucky enough to be here in person with Paige in in Colorado. Wow that's pretty amazing Kate. So I have a question. Where first of all where all have you been and how did you pick these places? What what made you put your finger on the map and say let's go here? Sure so 
a lot of it was driven just by the opportunities that we had in spaces that were available to us, people that would welcome us into their home when we no longer had one of our own. Um, so the first kind of base camp that we had was in the Shenandoah area of Virginia. So we were there for five months. And then we said, hey, we've been with my family for so long. Let's go up and visit Jack's family. So he, um, my husband is from New Jersey. Um, so we spent about a month uh, with his family in New Jersey. Also super fortunate that they had actually just bought a beach house in Rhode Island. So <laughs> we spent three weeks um, at the beach in Rhode Island. Um, and then we had been plotting with our friends about how we could get together in a safe way during COVID. And um, we decided to go to Maine all together um, and had a great time hearing about all of Paige's adventures from Chile during that trip. So in 2020, it was primarily the, the Shenandoah, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. And then um, my sister is an adaptive ski instructor here in Colorado, and she got a two-bedroom apartment for the season with the hopes that she wouldn't have to get a roommate. She'd just have enough family members willing to visit her that they would supplement her rent. Um, so Jack and I said, of course, you know, we're not paying any rent normally. So we'll definitely come live with you for a month in January um, at a resort called Crested Butte. And then um, when we heard Paige and our other friend Suzanne were going to be spending February in a different part of Colorado, we said, why not? <laughs> so it's sure, that's awesome. Super planned. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Was it a hard decision for you? I mean, I think most people, you know, want to be in one place. They don't want to move. It's kind of scary, especially being so far from home. You're far from family. Or was it pretty easy for you and Jack? Um, I it was definitely several conversations. I think. <laughs> a little easier for me, maybe because I have lived abroad and like being in new places. I think for Jack, it took a little more just getting used to the idea, but we both came around to the fact that hopefully COVID is temporary. Um, so this is, you know, trying to make the best of a pretty shitty world situation. Um, and just taking advantage of a time that we'll probably never have again in our lives to go wherever. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's, you're definitely making the best of it. And like you said, you know, you've been to quite a lot of places, pretty different places. Do you have some favorite spots so far in your travels? Definitely when we were in Acadia National Park in Maine, that was a highlight. We were on vacation with a group of 10-ish friends, whereas we had just been living <laughs> kind of on my grandparents' quarantine rules for the past several months. So it was so fun to, to be with everyone. I would say that was definitely a highlight. And being here in Colorado with friends again is amazing. I think the, the theme throughout all the places we've been is the accessibility to nature and kind of a more rural setting so that you can go for a walk without wearing a mask because you're not gonna encounter anyone on the trail um, and just being able to, to have that freedom in COVID times is nice. And getting to enjoy all that amazing snow you guys are getting up there, I'm so jealous. I wish we were getting that down here. So what a time to, to be traveling around and enjoying it. And so we're all living vicariously through you during this time. We're stuck in quarantine, we're stuck in one place, but at least some people are able to go around and enjoy it in that nomad lifestyle. CWG officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. 
but we are always working to grow our audience. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, and even LinkedIn. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes at dynamicenglish.cl. So another question I have, I'm sure during all of these long travels you've had, there's probably been a few hiccups. Do you have any funny stories where maybe something went wrong or something made you guys laugh? Yes. Um, I think the biggest one, uh, which is an ongoing saga, is our car license plate. Uh, we were, you know, city dwellers before the pandemic. And I was definitely someone who, why would you need a car? I'm never moving out of the city. Like who would need any of that. But by August, we were tired of relying on family members or friends' generosity to go from place to place. So we decided um, to buy our own car, which the whole process was super smooth. They had kind of told us at the dealership, you know, it's COVID, we can't go in person to the DMV, it's going to take a while to get your plates. So thought nothing of it. A couple of months went by, three months, still no word from the DMV. So then we started calling social media-ing, corporate-ing um, Subaru of America to try and get some kind of answer. Finally, in December, so now four to five months after we bought our car, the dealership came back and said that Chase, which I guess owned the title to our car, had actually lost the title. So we didn't, <laughs> it's unclear who legally owns our car. It's unclear <laughs> when we'll get a license plate. And right before we were coming to... Colorado, which from um, the DC area is a three-day drive. We had really been binging the show Ozarks, um, which is very dramatic, a lot of violence, some scary parts. And <laughs> the night before we left, my husband woke up in a cold sweat, having a nightmare that we had been pulled over somewhere in Missouri and we were going to be arrested for not having the correct license plates. We are never going to be able to get out of jail. <laughs> this is the end of our lives. Um, luckily, I was able to talk him down from the cliff and we, we drove across the country with no incidents, but we are still waiting for those Virginia license plates to come. <laughs> Damn. Wow. You have a temporary license plate? I didn't even notice. Yeah, we have a temporary New Jersey license plate, which is where we bought the car. Technically expired in September 2020. And now we're in February 2021. So wow. <laughs> Living I mean, on the edge. Knock, knock on wood. Yeah, you've been doing so much driving and no, no incidences. That's good. I have to back up and laugh uh, about your mentioning going through Missouri because I'm, I'm actually a native from the Ozarks region from Missouri. Oh. So the entire show is based off of essentially where I'm from, even though I think they make us look a little more redneck than everyone <laughs> really essentially is. your life. Uh, you know, so yeah, you, you know, some of it's pretty realistic, but not all of it. So uh, it makes me laugh that your your uh, husband woke up in a cold sweat in my home state uh, waiting for his life. <laughs> We're not all that bad, I promise. Just a few bad eggs. But that's, that's great. That's a great story. That's funny. So, you know, obviously, like you said, you've been on the road for quite some time now, but your journey isn't over. Where are you going next? So while we were here in Colorado, we were just chatting with some of our friends who are here who were asking the same question, where to next and can we come? Pretty impulsively, we just did some searching of warm places in the eastern part of the U.S. and settled on a month in South Carolina. We're going to Florida to be with Jack's family on vacation for a bit. And then from there, we're going to go to South Carolina. Our house has a golf cart. 
everyone should come. Hey, sounds nice. <laughs> We've just had such a good time in Colorado because, you know, as, as we say nowadays, we're potting up. So we've all got tested and we're only seeing each other and getting tested frequently and um, just being outside a lot. And we were all like, this is great. It feels normal. It feels like life has come back again. <laughs> And so we're like, let's continue because most of us can all work remotely. And I remember one night you just like sent a house from South Carolina and you're like, this looks beautiful. And then she like comes out of the bathroom of a ski mountain and is like, I booked it. We're going. <laughs> so it's been very, very spontaneous. But I feel like luckily, like working remotely, it doesn't really matter where you are as long as you can log on to a computer like what we're doing now. <laughs> sure. That's a really big benefit about today, right? It's so cool that you can you know, take advantage of wandering around and still being able to work full time. You know, I talk a lot with students about how, you know, what if this had happened 15, 20 years ago when we had no technology like we have now for communication or working online. So of course the pandemic's a negative, but I think that's a silver lining we can find in it. So that's also awesome. You guys are taking advantage of it again. I'm living vicariously through you both, and I'm very jealous. And hopefully one day I can do the same, but not during a pandemic, just <laughs> during a vacation time. Fair. Well, I guess to wrap things up, Kate, you know, any advice for people who maybe are inspired by you to kind of take the nomad lifestyle on? I would say it's a lot easier than you might think to just pick up and go. You know, you can be anywhere right now if you're in a, a job that allows that. It is temporary, so it's not like you're moving to a new city for, you know, two years or, you know, a longer period of time. You can do it month to month or for a longer period. So I would say go for it because hopefully it's not going to last too much longer. <laughs> True. And I mean, the alternative is just staying in your apartment and being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kate, thanks so much for joining us. It's really inspiring what you and your husband are doing. And hopefully our listeners out there are inspired to really make the most of this kind of shitty time period. <laughs> listeners, as always, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online, dynamicenglish.cl. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.